Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios, on the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. You know, there was a day in radio, Greg, in Dallas, Texas, when, uh, you know, it didn't matter what you looked like. Because nobody could see you behind the mic. Yep. Today, everything's on camera. And I didn't shave today. No well. ask, me if, ask me if I care. Hey, do you care if you shave, shave today? Absolutely not. Exactly. I didn't either. So if you're watching on camera, well, all right, there you go. That's right. I didn't shave. I didn't feel like it today. And I might not for another month. Let's see what happens there, right? You, you'll Welcome be looking in. like me. <laughs> Welcome in, guys. <laughs> I don't know. That's a lifelong process there. Greg's got a real beard. <laughs> You know, the kind that stuff can grow in and you not know it. You, get, you just say, like, what food was in that there? that just ran through there? You know, was that something alive in there? I better shake that out of my beard. That's Greg's the flavor saver. Beard. The flavor saver. Welcome to the Six Hour Studios, guys. X Insurance is presenting all of this. Mark Walters in front of the Daniel Defense Powerful and Platinum Microphone. Welcome in. Welcome in to George's AAR Ranch. Greg, while we got you, well, we got you for the next two hours, would you be kind enough to tell people where they can watch my unshaven face if they choose to do so? Just don't do it while you're driving. If you want that extra experience instead of just listening on our affiliate stations, how can they do that and participate in the chat, brother? Uh, sure. If you'd like to watch a rich man that can't afford razors, head on over to <laughs> armedamericanradio.org or .com. <laughs> I like the rich man part. I wish I was. Uh, on the right-hand side of that window, you will see the, the menu icon. Just give that a click. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> when that window pops open, just select that watch live option. If you want to see the 5 o'clock stubble, if not, well, just head on over to the Listen Live link. If you're uh, out there driving or just don't want to be shocked to death, uh, if you would like to catch up on anything you may have missed, we've got the podcast link over there as well and the shop link if you want to support the show. If you'd like to join our live chat, then all you got to do is head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and just search for Armed American Radio Conversations. All of that spoken by a rich man who hasn't been able to afford a razor in years, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Let me make that clear. So, uh, big news out of California today, believe it or not. Um, let's start with this. We love Judge Benitez, by the way. Call him Saint Benitez, the judge in California, federal judge, U.S. District Court, Southern District of California, Kim Road et al., the plaintiff versus Rob Bonta in his official capacity as Attorney General of the state of California, is the defendant. Introduction to this goes like this. In 2016, California voters, of course, approved a statewide ballot measure known as Proposition 63. We covered it. Proposition 63 created the background check system for the purchasing of ammunition, ladies and gentlemen. And 
according to Judge Benitez, in his words, the voters approved a system where gun owners would apply for an ammunition purchase permit. The permit would cost 50 bones. He didn't say that. I did. And it would be good for four years. The permit would be renewable and revocable upon a disqualifying event. Under the Proposition 63 approach, when a gun owner wanted to purchase ammo, he would submit his ammunition purchase permit to a licensed vendor, and the permit would be checked with the state for current validity. To buy ammo, Greg. Mm. To buy ammunition. Hoops. Yeah. We could get FCC unfriendly and call it what it really is, but we would get in trouble, so we won't. We'll just leave that to your imagination. You can use whatever descriptive adjectives you want to put in there for yourself. But I can promise you that there were voters in California and gun owners in California that were happy to get their ammunition permit. Right. Oh, God. I got my California concealed carry permit. Pretty cool. Ooh, my ammo permit just came in today. That's what this breeds. Is this certain level of acceptance by some people? Not all. Believe me, FPC went right to bat with this as did every real gun owner that cares about their rights. But you have that that faction that's like, oh, I got my ammo permit. How cool, you know? There's nothing cool about it, ladies and gentlemen. It's an infringement on your rights. I'm going to scroll down here and I'll read the conclusion to this from Judge Benitez. The ammunition background checks laws have no historical pedigree and operate in such a way that they violate the Second Amendment right of citizens to keep and bear arms. The anti-importation components violate the Dormant Commerce Clause and to the extent applicable to individuals traveling into California are preempted by 18 U.S.C. 926A, perhaps the simpler four-year and $50 ammunition purchase permit approved by the voters in Proposition 63 would have fared better. What he's referring to is some changes made by Bonta and the AG to that ammo purchase i'm not going to go ahead and go through 32 pages of this just take that take me at face value there that's what he's referring to accordingly the court permanently enjoins the state of california from enforcing the ammunition sales background check provisions found in california penal code 30352 and 30370a through e and the ammunition anti-importation provisions found in blank 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 blah 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 criminal enforcement of California penal code blah, 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 by the attorney general and all other law enforcement defendants is permanently enjoined. It is hereby ordered that defendant attorney general Rob Bonta and his officers, agents, servants, employees, and attorneys, and those persons in active concert or participation with him and those duly sworn state peace officers and federal law enforcement officers who gain knowledge of this injunction order or know of the existence of this injunction order are enjoined from implementing or enforcing the ammunition sales background check provisions found in California Penal Code blah, 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 through wool and the ammunition anti-importation provisions found in California blah, 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 A and B and blah, blah, A as well as the criminal enforcement of the California Penal Code blah, 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 blah. Defendant Attorney General Rob Bonta shall provide forthwith by personal service or otherwise actual notice of this order to all law enforcement personnel who are responsible for implementing or enforcing the enjoined status. So there you have it. Now, back to reality. Greg in Dallas, Texas. Let's bring you up on the split screen here. You know what's going to happen next, don't you? They're going to appeal. Rob Bonds is going to appeal. Gavin Newsom is going to be out making a boneheaded statement. He's mm-hmm. going to personally attack Judge Benitez again as this extremist in the pocket of the NRA judge, federal judge, which he has done repeatedly over years. 
whenever Judge Benitez issues a ruling that Gavin Newsom doesn't like. And it will go to appeal. We know that's going to happen. And it's going to wind up where? In the Ninth Circus. But for the time being, go buy all the ammo you want without your cool little permit. Get a taste of what freedom is like. How long do you think this lasts, Greg, before this is this has stayed, his order has stayed? I mean, I don't know the answer to that. I'm just throwing it out for conversation's sake because this is a talk radio show, so we'll talk about it. Yeah, I, I'd say we got probably 90 days before the next court date. Uh, I don't know if they filed any kind of expeditionary uh, paperwork to where it, you know, get an expedient hearing. Um, but I'm thinking 90 days. I think that's the typical track record for this kind of a, an, an issue where you, you, know, you get a ruling. They're like, I don't like that. I'm going to appeal. And it's like, OK, we'll see you in three months. Yeah, that would seem to be, you know, with our knowledge of covering these over the years together, that would appear to be the case. I don't know yet. It's been too soon. I, you know, I don't know that Bonta has reviewed it yet, but they will. And I want to tell you what we're going to do. Just for blanks and grins, let's run over and see what A.W.R. Hawkins has to say about that. I'm sure he's written about it. Oh, yes. Top story up there with him. Federal judge, California ammunition background checks violate Constitution. Has he added anything in there? Uh, Let's see. Plaintiffs also targeted California's law against purchasing ammunition in other states. That's the addition to the Prop 63, by the way. violating, bringing it in from Arizona, for example, against the law in California. Wonder how many people abide by that law. I certainly would not. Benita subsequently ruled as agents enforcing plaintiffs targeted California's law. Now, so there's been no update to that, but that's going to be, that will be the chain of events. That's what's going to happen in California. And here comes the cynic, right? Yay for Judge Benitez. Awesome. For now. Mm -hmm. Here comes the circus. Let's watch and see what Newsom has to say about it. I haven't followed up. He's probably already commented. He can't help himself. And his disdain for Benitez will come out. And maybe during the break, we'll check and see if we have any tweets from him yet on that. I have not seen one yet. And it doesn't look like FPC has one. So that's uh, good news for you in California for the time being, I guess. Stock up while you can. Stock up while you can. Get it while you can. Take advantage of freedom for as long as you have freedom. Until your commie elected officials, many of whom you voted for, go ahead and, and force you know this back into court, which they will do. They're not going to let this stand. They're not going to let this stand. And we've seen the track record in California. We'll continue the discussion when we come back. And at the bottom of the hour... Neil McCabe will join us for the remainder of the hour and a half left. We'll be back. Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Ah, Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Make sure to check out DanielDefense.com. Get on their email list. You will not regret it. You're not going to get bombarded. You're going to get some really cool stuff in your email box infrequently, maybe every couple weeks. 
And it's all good, cool product. We're on the Daniel Defense Mike, Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom. All brought to you by X Insurance. These are the Sig Sauer Studios here at Georgia's AAR Ranch. Welcome back in, guys. Armslist.com, by the way. You uh, want to check them out, our newest partner. We love those guys. John from uh, John Gibbon from Armslist is going to be joining us on the Sunday Monster Cast. And these guys have been embroiled in lawsuits, just beating the Brady campaign to death in court on a regular basis. Armslist.com, America's firearms marketplace, where you can buy, you can sell, you can trade. And, well, the antis hate that. But guess what? Freedom at the end of the day, I believe, you've heard me say this for years, will always prevail. Sometimes it's an uphill battle. Well, it prevails in the form of Arms List, and we appreciate their partnership with Armed American Radio. Over all these years, Arms List, America's firearms marketplace. Make sure to check them out at armslist.com. Join them, okay? Use an AAR promo code over there. It's up and active, and let them know, hey, thanks, because it doesn't cost anything. Hey, thanks for supporting the right to bear arms. We appreciate it very much. So, Greg, any uh, you want to put an exclamation point on the California issue as far as the ammo goes? I mean, the, the nonsense in California, it just never stops. We could do hour after hour after hour of Cal- just California alone all day, every day. Yeah, no, but, I think uh, I think we're just going to need time to go by before we actually have something uh, definitive on this. Until then, like we said previously, buy up while you can. Yeah, we know. We know what's getting ready to come down the pike in California. Let's go ahead. And, uh, let's head now to... Uh, Go to a Second Amendment Foundation, a big case in uh, Washington State, or excuse me, New York State, by the Bellevue, Washington-based Second Amendment Foundation. And this is public housing. This one's always got me. I, I just the gall of these people, and and what they think they can get away with. Unelected bureaucrats can tell you if you live in public housing, what you can or can't have in a taxpayer-funded housing complex. Hmm. Now, my first suggestion would be do everything in your power to get out of public housing, okay? If you can make that happen, please do. But to suggest, as the Democrats and the bureaucrats, unelected officials in Washington do, the entrenched power players up there, that Trump is going to go after, by the way, and they know it can tell you what you can have in your home constitutionally protected now let's we're going to make an example of this but let's let's go here where i'm talking about because the, a judge and this is judge Sotheby in new york the the hunter versus Cortland housing authority case federal judge Sotheby he has ruled pro 2a in our favor in new york before u.s district judge glenn t Sotheby, and forgive me for not remembering the case offhand but his name is very familiar to us, much like a Benitez. But he's the federal judge in New York who granted, and this was this release was out today, a temporary restraining order and preliminary injunction to the Second Amendment Foundation and its partners who challenged the ban in public housing authority, the public housing authority ban in Cortland, New York. And the case, as I mentioned, is Hunter v. Cortland Housing Authority. This is not the first time, Greg, that we've talked about these cases. In fact, Alan has not not the first time that Alan has been involved in suing on these grounds in other locations as well. And you think, well, why can't we do it all over? Because you, you have to have plaintiffs, okay? You have to have standing. You can't just go out and say, oh, I'm going to sue you. You have to have some standing here. We'd like to see this, and I, I think we will see more of these cases around the country. 
But U.S. District Judge Glenn T. Sutterby handed down a 29-page decision in joining the defendants and their officers, being the Cortland Housing Authority, agents, servants, employees, and attorneys, quote, from taking any action to enforce or otherwise require any person or entity to comply with the firearms ban as set forth in the tenant's obligations in the standard lease agreement pending a final resolution of the case. Now, is this going to stand? What are they going to do? Is there going to be another appeal? Likely, the cynic comes out again. But the SAF was joined in this suit, and this is where you have standing, of course, by three public housing residents. Their names will give them some credit because they, you know, grew a pair and stood up. Elmer Irwin, Doug Marin, and Robert Hunter. And, of course, Hunter, the latter, is the one that the case was named after. And Adam Kraut, executive director of SAF, had this to say. This is not the first time SAF has litigated a public housing case, which have all been about the same thing, a Second Amendment violation. We have won cases in Illinois and Tennessee, and by now it would seem that public housing authorities should have gotten the message that constitutional rights do not end at the front door. We will continue pursuing such cases as they come to our attention because people do not give up their rights simply because they live in subsidized housing. Alan Gottlieb said this, and I love his quote, no public housing authority should be allowed to simply block tenants from exercising their right to keep and bear arms. The Bill of Rights is an all or nothing proposition, not a buffet from which a bureaucracy should be able to pick and choose which rights they find acceptable. We're delighted with Judge Sudby's decision, which is a victory for constitutional rights everywhere. Now, let's take this a step further, Greg. What if the housing authority in their tenant's obligation rule book said to you, you may not practice a religion while residing in subsidized housing? Because there's all different kinds of religions, and sometimes those religious people fight each other. So we're just going to say no religion. Would mm. that fly? Would it even be proposed? Would it even be mentioned? Would they have even thought about it? Maybe they thought about it, but would it fly? I want to say no, but um, no, that won't fly. But I also think about some of these snake handling religions and the uh, potential safety of people neighboring them if uh, the animals are not properly contained. But those are often extremes, and so we don't want to try to uh, argue the rule over just an extreme exception here. I would normally say no. Uh, it will not fly when it comes to religious uh exemptions now i'm not really sure where you're going with that but i i will say this i'm glad you mentioned it well there I'm are really some... sure why i'm glad you mentioned it, but i think it's kind of cool here's why because the tenant's obligation could say no snakes or other quote-unquote dangerous reptiles or exotic pets right that would probably fly yeah but religion itself yeah no. what if oh, let's just let's drill down no bibles no Korans. No Torahs. None. No crosses hanging on the wall. That's a clear, blatant violation of your constitutional rights. First Amendment. What if they said you couldn't say certain things? Would that fly? No, of course not. But boy, I'll tell you what, when it comes to your gun rights, they couldn't care less. Maybe if they uh, even tried to restrict you because you're a known political activist and that they could consider you possibly a person of nuisance on the property. At that rate, you just don't rent to them, but maybe they find out about you down the line. That's your First Amendment right to be a political, political activist. 
maybe you're not a box checker, right? So I'm, I, I haven't looked at the chat. I'll do that in just a second. I'm sure I'm going to see some unmutes because the mic was muted during that segment. For those of you who are watching the chat, that was my mistake. But this is a radio show, okay? All of you listening on radios heard everything we said. We'll be back with Neil McCabe. segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back to the show indeed. Mark Walters here in the six-hour studios at Georgia's AAR Ranch. Daniel Defense Mike lit up for you today. X-Insurance presenting it all. And let me take this opportunity before I ask Greg to ask me how many Defender coffees I enjoy before we go to Neil McCabe. I want to give a shout out to the discount tire crew out of Alpharetta, the corporate uh, corporate office over there at Alpharetta who are tuned in. Big fans of the show over there. And we love you guys. We love you guys. The discount tire guys, man. It's great stuff. Greg, you just never know. Yeah. Who's tuned in, man. It's it's fantastic. And all you discount tire folks, we love you guys over there. We love you guys over there. Greg, real quick, before we go to Neil, ask me how many cups of Defender Coffee I had this morning. How many cups of Defender Coffee did you have this morning? One. Oh. So a couple days ago it was three. Yeah. Yesterday it was two. Today it's one. All right. So that was kind of weird, except today's cup was bigger than the other two. That I and that's had. all that matters. That's really, that's really not fair. DefenderCoffee.com, guys. Support the Second Amendment with every sip of coffee. Welcome back. Let's go over to the great Neil McCabe. Neil comes to us from Pat's Unknown. Uh, Neil is from Red, Red, RedState.com. 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 He knows how to pack a car, and uh, he knows a little bit about uh, a little bit about Boston. Uh, Neil, welcome in. How you doing, brother? We're all very excited, Mark. And uh, <laughs> I'm just, glad to see you're losing your accent. Thank you I, very much. I was uh, I, I was waiting for you to come by. I was waiting for the punchline that you are, you know, yes, but it's a 32 ounce cup, you know. <laughs> it pretty much was. It was a big cup of coffee. But well, you know, uh, I'm on the I'm on the Defender uh, Coffee monthly program, and uh, it's fantastic. It's uh, it's my it's my morning cup right out there, so I have. Um, I have a cup of coffee out the door, and uh, <laughs> and then I uh, and then I have uh, my backup in a small thermos that my dear wife packs up for me, and then uh, I hit that around ten o'clock, and that carries me through lunch, and then after lunch I can just take it from there. And she is your dear wife. I have I've met your dear wife. She has uh, she has been here to the ranch with you, and that's wonderful. And we love your dear Listen, wife, Mark, bless her for taking care I, of you because that wouldn't be easy. When I married her, I felt like I robbed a bank. I still don't know how I got away with it. Insane. It's insane I, how I pulled that off. Yeah, that's my mom the and dad second biggest the same con. Question. That's a, I'm no doubt. That's the second <laughs> that's the second biggest con I ever pulled. Yeah, my mom the, and dad biggest, asked the same question. What how did <laughs> did he rob a bank? How did what, how did he wind yeah. up with her? <laughs> is he I'm like a record kidding. producer or something? Or is he an astronaut and we just don't know about him? Like, what He's is the gu- deal here? He must be a rock and roll guitarist. He must be one yeah. of those guys. Hey, Neil, uh, 
Let's chat a little bit. Uh, I I do want to. We've got you for an hour and a half. And boy, politically speaking, there's so much going on that you lose track. And I wanted to do this with you live. So I want to go to foxnews.com right now. Live on the air. Let's go to foxnews.com. 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 Let me get that right. And we'll go to a couple stories, but there's one or two things that I'm looking for here. Oh, it doesn't let me down. Did you know Fox is reporting that Travis Kelsey gushes on being in love with Taylor Swift? It's a beautiful thing, he said. Did you know that? <laughs> some ground. Wow, they're making a run for the Pulitzer? I mean, really? That's some uh, groundbreaking stuff. So answer a question for me, would you please? With everything sure. happening in the world, I'm asking this as a legitimate question. <laughs> To a real reporter, why? Why is this four stories a day? Oh, here's the second one. Let's address the Taylor Swift NFL haters. Story number two. I'm looking at this live, ladies and gentlemen. Not making this up. You can visit foxnews.com right now. It's 4.38 p.m. Eastern time while we're live. And they're right there on the page. Usually it's four or five stories. Now it's two. So I guess, well, they're dumbing themselves down a little bit. Maybe they just don't think we're interested. But... Why Why has this happened when there's so much going on? What does this say about the well, state of, of media in the country today overall? Well, to be fair, the Fox.com digital and the website, I mean, but just, you know, just they are two different silos. So the, the broadcast side, you know, on the broadcast side, you have sort of the daytime programming and then you have the opinionated stuff at night, which are like their own, like Fox News is like this kingdom made up of these like feudal lords who've got their own little, little, uh, you know, fiefdoms. And so Fox digital on the website is a completely different animal than the broadcast side. Having said that, you know, the broadcast side gets paid with clicks and frankly, unless you're doing a subscription model, the only way to get paid is by clicks and nothing clicks like Taylor Swift. And then then that's just that's just the that's where media is today. And that's why, you know, that's why the uh, Atlantic Journal Constitution, which is a, you know, horrible, horrible left wing rag. Terrible. But uh, I believe it was a year ago. They stopped. They don't have the print edition anymore. Is that correct? I couldn't tell you. I don't know anything about it. You know, it's like they just drive through Atlanta and fly out of it. But I, I'm guessing that uh, I'm guessing that the Atlantic Journal Constitution, you know, 30 years ago, they probably had a Washington bureau. They probably had a New York bureau. I mean, they probably had a London bureau. And you know, the economics just aren't there anymore. And I'm speaking as someone, you know, uh, who experienced that with uh, with One American News. Correct. Because they they cut off the. They cut off the uh, the cable carriage fees, you know, they basically, and then they, they deplatformed One American News. And then and then that group called NewsGuard goes after all the a- online advertisers. And so places like uh, Real America's Voice, Epic uh, Times, Breitbart, um, all of them, you know, human events and places I used to work. It's you you have. Uh, you have diminishing returns on advertising and then you have left-wing organizations like NewsGuard that, that bully advertisers to stay away from conservative voices. And, and so this is where we're at. And, 
you know, it's you know, it's like this is the world we live in. And so, you know, what are you going to do? I can't, you know, I miss typewriters, you know, but they're not going to bring them back. So that's that's where we're at. You can buy them in an antique shop. What I heard you say, now let me translate this ah. for some of you, is that today's news, quote unquote, what is masquerading as news is now driven by the almighty Benjamin, period. That's it. Right. Unless. And so what happens is in this in the in the business model is the 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 subscription model. Right. Where, you know, newspaper subscriptions plus advertising that uh, every newspaper magazine had some mix of subscription, newsstand sales, advertising. Well, of course, that model is dead in the water. And so what you really have now is you have billionaires like Jeff Bezos, who's, I don't know, top five, top 10 richest men in the world. Mm -hmm. He buys the Washington Post and then he sort of, he just subsidizes it through, you know, he's got Amazon and basically his Amazon money allows him to own the Washington Post. Uh, You know, you take Facebook, they're Facebook billionaires who own like the New Republic or the Nation magazine. Um, John Henry, the billionaire owner of the Red Sox, he owns the Boston Globe. And so, you know, it's that's sort of where we're at right now. And there are news organizations, frankly, I won't name it, but uh, I, I worked for a conservative news organization and I wrote for them for about three years. And then I, I worked for them for a year full time. But they actually got a grant from donors who, you know, it's a, it's a for-profit company, but there were wealthy conservatives who wanted this platform to exist and continue, and they literally just gave them money, not not in exchange for equity, not a loan. It's like, imagine just, you know, a hamburger stand that you want to keep this hamburger stand in business, you just give them money. That's kind of where we're at right now. When we come back, we're going to continue the conversation with Neil McCabe. I laid that question as groundwork for media and coverage of your gun rights we'll be back to discuss it with neil mccabe in greater detail greater detail all you alpharetta discount tire folks we love you guys glad you're tuned in we'll be right back This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Yeah, welcome back, guys. George's AAR Ranch, Six Hour Studios. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today and every day in the first hour of the program. In front of the Daniel Defense mic, second hour crossbreed holsters mic. We'll kick that off at six after this hour coming up. X Insurance presents it all. Patrick Davis in the chat had a question about Heaven's Harvest, one of our great partners. We love those guys. Has anybody actually eaten, or it says, anybody actually eat the Heaven's Harvest stuff? I have a closet full and haven't tried it. The answer to that is yes. We've cooked full meals of that stuff here at the ranch, and it's great food. You don't have to save it. You know, if you don't want to make a trip sometime to the grocery store, check it out. Try it. You can always get more. But I'm telling you right now, around my house anyway, the favorite for snacks is the freeze-dried fruit stuff, especially the pineapple stuff. And it tastes like candy, but it's pineapple stuff. And it's great food. Give it a try. Mix up some of it. It's easy to make. Boil some water, throw it in there, and you've got yourself a full meal. I can promise you that. 
HeavensHarvest.com. Guys, use the promo code AAR. Patrick, thanks for that question. Glad I'm able to answer that because the answer is yes, it is really good food. Neil McKay, welcome back in, my brother. It's always fun to have you around. Let's. The reason I set up that yes. question in the in the previous segment was to hear your response as to why stuff masquerades as news today, right? When there is clearly so many important things going on in the world that we never hear about. That's what I refer to, and I think you would too, and agree, certainly agree, of, of a lie of omission. But for your response is precisely why we will never, ever hear, with few exceptions, from corporate mainstream media, the positive uses of firearms because they know it will, in fact, change the narrative. Is that a fair statement to make? Yeah, a thousand, a thousand percent. So describe for us how it would change the narrative if they started reporting. Well, I don't know the story out of uh, Chicago today when a concealed carrier got the best of a criminal thief scumbag or any of those thousands of cases around the country. Tell me and tell listeners how that changes the narrative and why they will never, ever do it. Well, what's happening is the the corporations that buy the ads are now controlled by the left, and they are now pushing like this advocacy. So before Trump, sort of Reagan conservatism, right, and I – I bow to no one in my love and admiration for Ronald Reagan, okay? He was a, a very important part of, of my growing up. And, uh, you know, I don't have to say. You know, people can tell where I am with Reagan. But unfortunately, the deal with Reagan and Reagan conservatism was if, it, if, if a policy or a regulation or a law or a tax interferes with the efficiency of the market – it's bad because the market in a free enterprise always wins, is always correct. And so, and so it created this sort of hands-off where people just sort of allowed, allowed sort of maker, nature to take its course. Like almost like – I tell people I'm, I'm, as, I'm as libertarian as I can be without putting my soul in jeopardy, right? Mm-hmm. But what that meant is conservatives – had to sort of watch as the left took over all the colleges, all the universities, all the news media, right? The, the car manufacturers, right? All of the nonprofits and like all of the news departments and they were already left. But, but basically what happened is everybody just went sort of hands off. And now it's like, it's, it's like, you know, the FBI was never some left wing organization, but now everything is controlled by the left. And so a great example is if you watch the evening network news, which is still very profitable for the networks, the advertising is all pharmaceuticals. So what if that's a good point? Yeah. I I hadn't really, you're right. You're correct. What if CBS news says, uh, gee, all these, uh, all these kids who, uh, did these spree shootings, Funny thing is, they were all uh, they were all doped up on uh, crazy pharmaceuticals. Ho, 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 ho. that ain't gonna happen. It's like that it controls it controls the narrative, and so well, who's to blame? Well, we can't blame pharmaceutical companies. The guns, it's you know that's where we have to go. Now, now, believe me, 
if the if Remington or Smith Wesson or Glock, if they sponsored the Super Bowl halftime show, we might hear about the beneficial, uh, you know, the aspects and all the people whose lives are protected and the property and all the things that that gun owners and concealed carry. You know, I, I personally believe that you know concealed carry permit people who carry carry either open or carry a concealed. They're like the shepherds among us, right? And when you're carrying, you might be in the store, you might be at a ball game, but you you're a, you have an awareness. Just something happens to you. It changes you, right? You have an awareness of your environment, and if anything happens, you're there to stop it. Okay? That message doesn't go out, but if, you know, believe me, if Glock, if Glock sponsored the halftime show. Now, what you don't hear is you don't hear how, you know, corn syrup and soda creates uh, a nation of uh, diabetics. Well, if, if Pepsi's sponsoring the halftime show, that probably isn't gonna, that word isn't going to go out. And but that's the economics. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to go out of business, or you're going to, you know, it, it's a decision everybody has to make. When I ran a newspaper in uh, North Cambridge uh, called the North Cambridge Jail Wife, I ran it for four years. I was basically told flat out by my real estate advertisers, if I did crime stories, they'll pull their ads. So what am I supposed to do? You know, like, no, well, there's a, there's a like, part of me that you know? would say to you, do crime stories and the hell with them. But I, I understand yeah, the reality great. of the situation and, yeah, yeah. because now you're unemployed, but, you know, but then, you know, but then I can just close down my newspaper. So I said, you know what, I've uh, I'll devote my time on something else. There are stories. There are other stories that people like and that I'll just, you know, I, I only have so much time in my life and I'll focus on other things. And that's, you know, I'm being honest. It's not, it's, I'm not saying I'm proud of it, but, you know, and I guess reporters are supposed to say something else, but that's, that's the reality. Like, I owned that newspaper, right? You own that radio show, right? You make decisions to keep that thing going. And, you know, that's where we're at. Now, I, I, wish, I wish it was different. I wish there was a way of figuring it out. I think with Trump, though, um, with what Trump is doing is Trump is giving people permission to say, hey, wait a minute, this isn't right. It isn't right that, you know, that that law enforcement is going after these gun owners and ignoring all the people beating up law enforcement. Um, you know, it's uh, I think people are Trump. Trump says what people are thinking and are afraid to say. But when he says it, he sort of gives people cover and he creates a permissive environment where people can speak up and express their true feelings. They don't feel intimidated. Right. And I think that's well, good for gun owners. I feel gun owners feel it, that it they is. can speak up with Trump and, and around. We will we will take that into the next hour on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense with Neil McKay, that and many other things. Before we go to this break, I understand Biden is speaking right now. We'll get uh, commentary from the great Neil McCabe on this uh, when we come back. Here's here's Joe Biden. Well, let's let's hear yeah, that again. Yeah, you don't say. That's Joe Biden. We'll get commentary from the great Neil McCabe on what we just heard from Joe Biden when we come back after this break. Don't go away.
has filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. 